0: It's time to stand up or shut up. With your hosts, Chris and Jen, this is the Theme Park Stand Podcast.
1: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Theme Park Stand Podcast. We have a very special guest today. We're super excited to get into it.
0: Yeah, at least you got the name of the podcast correct this time, unlike I did last week, even though we've been doing this for almost 50 episodes now. Um, But yeah, uh, we want to give a very awesome welcome to Chris from Airtime Thrills. How's it going, dude? How's it going? It's going great. I'm enjoying the nice weather in the winter here for for as long as it lasts. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we're we're under like some sort of threat tomorrow for like some severe storms. I'm like, wait a second, it's February.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, ever since I moved here, I've been having to go through the uh, special season uh, in April and May. But you think you're safe right now, but maybe you're not. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, you are in Oklahoma now, right? Yes, Northeastern Oklahoma. So, my question to you as I'm a weather fan, so have you had any close calls with any tornadoes since you've lived there?
2: No. Like um, right after we moved, like we, we put in a tornado shelter and we actually did have to hop in there like two weeks after we built it. That was about three years ago. Uh, and we haven't been back in there since. So. Uh, last year, we did have a like a straight line windstorm roll through that did cause a lot of damage, um, knocked a lot of people's power out for a couple of weeks, um, trees came down. So that was pretty bad. It wasn't a, like a tornado threat, but it was like you know you might want to get away from windows on this one. So those are the two. I'm not really in the strike zone for tornadoes here in Tulsa. It's more of an OKC thing. Yeah. But I should knock. On, I mean, I should knock on wood because now that I said that, I'm going to get destroyed this year. I know.
1: So what does? Oh a tornado shelter like entail what is so that?
2: It, it's it's basically a tiny little room under under my garage they dug out uh they they took my they took a, like a bulldozer and they dug out something out of my garage like a little you know ten by three space it has little seats in there and basically if your house collapses, you'll be safe underneath there
1: okay that's interesting that that's
2: like the most extreme tornado like we have another shelter in the house that's like you know, as long as the house doesn't like completely collapse, you're okay there. But if there's like an F5 coming straight at you, you will be safe as long as you go in under the garage. Yeah.
1: That's crazy. That's something I I spent most of my life in the Philadelphia area. And that's something that I have never thought about
2: ever. Ever since I moved, I've learned that tornadoes are everywhere. Like, like I'll be like, oh, there was one in Minnesota. Oh, there was one in New Jersey. There's one in West Virginia. Like they're you're not safe anywhere if you're anywhere like, East of the Rockies. Yeah. It happens.
1: Yeah. Even, um, wait, I, the Rockies are the Colorado. I get myself so confused. So I lived <laughs> in the foothills of the Rockies, and we even had really bad tornado warnings. Like, mm-hmm and tornadoes all the time. I remember like my first, literally I got my keys to my apartment and I'm in my apartment and I'm getting tornado warnings and I had never had tornado warnings yeah. before and I was like freaking out. I was like, what am I supposed to do? What do I? Where do I go? That,
2: the first time I ever had one was we were leaving Carowinds. We get an alert on the phone saying tornado warning right right where we were headed. And we're like, what do we do? Like, we're from California. We don't know what we're doing.
1: (laughs) It was literally me, like, driving in my car. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Do I stop? Do I go to like, do I stop at a place? Like, drive
2: away from the funnel cloud, whatever you do. (laughs) No, but we did. It was also raining so hard we couldn't even see. So we just stopped at a McDonald's and let it pass. Um, So that was our brilliant plan.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, better to be inside than outside. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, Well, Chris, why don't you give us a little rundown um, of how you got started on what you do and, uh, yeah, go from there.
2: Yeah, so I got started, um, if you want to go all the way back, back when I was like 12 years old with roller coasters back in like the year 2000. Um, I got into message boards and all that stuff that we had back before social media. Um, And then I started working at Magic Mountain and I completely stopped caring about coasters for about 12 years. Um, then, once my daughter started getting old enough to, to ride roller coasters, we started taking her back to Magic Mountain, started reminding me why I like this place. Then, started Instagram, got on YouTube, and then it's kind of grown from there from like something to do on your free time to like a second job, pretty much. Um, so, I've been on YouTube since 2018. I'm coming up on six years now, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, I still have not run out of ideas yet, which is like my nightmare. One day, though, I will. Or I'll just get too old for this job, this profession. I don't know.
0: Well, I feel like there has to be a lot of people that comment and say, hey, you should make a video about this. Make, you should do one Oh, like yeah.
2: Yeah, I get tons of video ideas. And I usually try to, like, when I put them on my calendar, I star them so that I know that, like, oh, I need to give credit to whoever had um, sent me this this request. Because, you know, obviously... To give credit where credit's due but I, a lot of my ideas do come from viewers which is nice
0: yeah i was gonna say i i will have to say this i <laughs> want to thank you because i pretty much watch every one of your videos when i eat lunch while i'm working so it's just it really helps you know you know yeah my lunchtime. so it gets me well, through I, the week for real i i appreciate
2: everyone who clicks on my videos because i know it's you know it's a commitment to watch a 12 to 15 minute video you gotta you know It helps with your, if you're on your lunch break, obviously. (laughs) But yeah, it's to take the, I mean, everyone, everyone these days is all about the one minute TikTok and Instagram reels and YouTube shorts hits and stuff. It's like, you know, sit down and load up a 15 minute video or sometimes my documentaries, which are like two hours long. I appreciate the, the support. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I work, um, yours was one of my, I don't do it as much in my current job. It's a lot harder to do, but my job I had before this, I had um three monitors, and one of my monitors was always mm-hmm. YouTube videos, and yours nice. was one of my YouTube videos that um I know I cycled through a lot. There were they're always a lot of good information in them. I and they like since I'm sitting at my computer and I was able to multitask, I could pay attention to them. So they made the day go a little faster. I loved the longer form videos.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I... Sometimes I, I don't realize that the longer form videos are appreciated sometimes if you are like stationary and you're like, OK, I don't I don't want to keep switching up the video every, so you appreciate like, oh, it's just 19 minutes. OK, I can sit down for that. Yeah, so I do that sometimes, too. But I, nowadays with uh, with work and the kids and everything, it's kind of like, ooh, if I have 19 minutes to watch a video, I have 19 minutes to make a video. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's like really, it's a little tough.
0: I bet so. Um- so yeah, so you just got back from an Australia trip recently, right?
2: Yeah, I got back about 5 6 weeks ago.
0: Yeah. So you, um, I watched I think has it been two or three that you've put out so far?
2: I put the third one out on Friday. I got one more. Man, those those videos just do terribly on my channel. So so I kind of space them out a little bit so I don't take my my viewership um I I do I think the, the fans like it like the people who watch channel all the time they do they like the the new stuff that I go to but the GP sees stuff that's not in Amer- America and they're just like I don't know what that is so I'm not clicking on it so it, it, it like it just it crushes me but it, they're they're fun to make and obviously it's fun to go do it and so the last the last one I haven't posted yet is dream world that was going to come out mid next month
0: sounds good I can't wait um what's his name uh that's so mid yeah, yeah, um, Riley. Riley, yes. He actually just messaged me and asked me to do this like Geo Guesser game with him. Yeah,
2: yes. You know, I've been meaning to do Geo Guesser on my channel too uh, at some point, and I never got around to it. And then I went back on there to see how it looked, and I guess you have to pay for it now. <laughs> so, so I'm like, okay, well, maybe not that. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's. Have you ever seen GeoGuessr
0: before? Do you know what what it is? I've just watched his videos that he's he's done, so I have a slide idea and. Man, I feel like I am when it gets to these uh, obscure like parks in other countries. I'm like, I have no idea. No, no.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I I tried it once back when it was, I did have to pay for it. And I was like, okay, this isn't too bad. You can kind of move around and see what's around there. But yeah, if you're talking about like this park in like Vietnam or something, I I don't even know. Good luck. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I could, (laughs) I I do not think I would be able to figure out like 90% of those. (laughs)
2: It's It looks like fun, but um, yeah, if, if you get a bad batch of parks, you're going to embarrass yourself. Yeah.
1: I can't wait to watch Chris embarrassing himself. The week yeah, after, my, our whole podcast is just going to be me roasting Chris.
0: Right. It is going to be embarrassing because, you know, a lot of people that watch in other countries are like, oh, that American doesn't know anything. Right. <laughs> Come on.
1: I feel like they it's think that whether we know things are not those. So it's fine. <laughs>
2: Or they uh, think that you're. And if you do know it, then you're just this big old giant nerd who just like obsessed with theme parks. So either way, right. you lose. <laughs> oh well, I guess I'll do it anyway. You'll
1: be fine. It'll be yeah. great. It'll be fantastic.
2: I've I've done. Obviously, I started doing Sporkle quizzes. I don't know if any other anyone else did Sporkle quizzes on their channel before me uh, for coasters. At least I got the idea from a baseball channel, and then um, obviously I did Coastal, the co- uh, wordle for coasters. I, did, I I should do more of those. But um, yeah, GeoGuess was on my list. But yeah, I was a little, I was a little bit afraid to, to, to go down that road. <laughs>
0: um, so do you have any other uh, like out of country trips lined up yet? Well,
2: Coaster Crew, we went to uh, Europe last year, Scandinavia. Yep. Um, they just announced like last week that they confirmed they're going to Japan next summer. And they've already put the deposit down. So like we begged Tim Holleran to do that after the trip was over and he came through, so it's like, how can I not? Like we literally begged him to do this. So yeah. that's my next international trip because I already did my for this year. I already got mine out of the way. Australia was already done. I'm going to take an East Coast trip to go to New Jersey. I'm going to hit a great adventure because I'm, I'm doing a documentary for that this year and I need to go film. So I need definitely to get there. I'm gonna hit all the parks along the way. And then, um, but yeah, no other international trips this year. So I'll I'll wait for Japan next year.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, Have you been to Great Adventure?
2: Yeah, I've been there um, a few times. Yeah, 2008, 2015, 2018, 2019. And then 2021, uh, which was kind of a short trip, just ride Jersey Devil, Um, El Toro was broken. One of the many times it's been down lately. So. So I've been a bunch of times, but in terms of, like, doing research for the park and this park's history is bonkers. Like, it's shocking, some of the things I've read so far. And I'm only back, I'm only up to 1987 on my research.
1: Yeah, that park is, it's a very wild, it has a very wild history.
2: The things I've read so far, like, wow, (laughs) like, you think of Action Park being dangerous. Um, things happened at Great Adventure that were just like stunning, and they even like fired their entire staff at one point and got new management in because it was just so bad. So it's gonna yeah. be a fun, fun documentary, I think.
1: I'm kind of excited for that one because there's things that I even forget about sometimes, and then I go back and I read through things again, and I'm like, oh my god, I
2: forgot. Yeah, that. yeah, I, mean, I, I vaguely knew about the haunted castle fire. Like I, when I came yeah. across that, I was like, oh yeah, that. But then there's so much stuff after that, too, that was just like, oh, that happened? Oh, and then that girl got her her hand bit off by a camel, and oh, that girl flew out of lightning loops and just like, okay, well, they had a lot of problems there.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty pretty six flags. I don't know.
2: 80s six flags. I don't know.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Plus, plus that park has like 18 defunct roller coasters, so it's going to be fun to go through all the, cycle through all of everything they've gone through, and plus as of late, the El Toro incidents are going to be fun to cover too, so.
1: Yeah, definitely. yeah, Definitely. That one, I'm excited for that one. I will be one of your first viewers for that Thank video. You.
2: Yeah, the, the Magic Mountain one obviously was like obvious because that was my home park. King's Island was my favorite park, and it was lined up for the 50th anniversaries. Last year I did Astroworld, that thing completely just tanked, which is surprising because um, other people have done Astroworld videos, and they did really well. Um, yeah, that one, like no one watched the part of the, the individual parts. And then when I post it in full, which is usually where I get all my views, it did great for about two weeks and then just crashed. So I was like, okay, no more defunct parks. <laughs> I'm going to stick to the big ones now. So great adventure come through for me. Yeah.
0: yeah. I'm sure it will. That's a, that's a pretty big part.
2: I think it will too. I don't, I'm not too worried about this one.
1: Hopefully. Yeah. And I feel like there's so many, like Jersey, Philadelphia, like there's just so many people who grew up at that oh, park. Oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. I think that one will be a good one.
2: Yeah, I'm 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 hoping and praying. Yeah. Any, uh, any plans to come uh ride new Top Thrill Two? Yeah, on that on that New Jersey trip I'm planning on it's out of my way. Like I normally wouldn't do this, but for Top Thrill Two, I will head up there and I will make it a point to uh to get on it. It's gonna be a madhouse. Um yeah. unless unless you have all season fast lane, you're gonna you're stuck with one ride max, and then if you don't have fast at all, good luck. I hope it's I hope it's reliable. I mean, at the very least, be open. <laughs> so yeah. Uh what are your what are your thoughts on it? I think it's gonna be better, personally. I think it's gonna be more dynamic than the old one. Like I never was like a huge fan of Top Thrill before. Like it was kind of on the fringe of my top fifty. Um but I think like I really like multipass launches and the just with this one going 120 miles an hour, it's going to be really, really cool. And 400, 400 foot spike looks absolutely insane. So yeah, give me in the back row, top throw two. I'll get my one ride and I'll never come back again. And uh, I'll report on it and that's it. I'm not dealing with that ride.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was just there on Saturday for Winter Chill Out. And fingers crossed, based on what they say, you know, it should... Uh... Be fairly reliable since they were testing it in 2018. Yeah, and just clearing the top at. So,
2: yeah, obviously, if it's an LSM coaster. It should be. I mean, Zamperla, we'll see how they are with their launches. We don't really have much experience with them. So, yeah, I don't know what's, what's going to happen. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting true. the worst, and I'll, I'll be surprised if it's anything else.
0: Yeah, same. I mean, I feel personally, and I've mentioned this a few times, that this is huge for Zamperla because uh, if it's oh, good, yeah. like this is not good yeah yeah I'm, they have I'm a scared. catalog yeah
3: that?
1: sorry
2: no i was i was just saying that they have a catalog of coasters like coming out afterwards um like a lightning model it's like they have everything lined up for people to start buying from them and if this yeah. thing tanks then ugh, it's not gonna yeah be good.
1: i cannot believe that they put themselves in this position just because <laughs> this is like this is a make or break experience. Oh yeah, this is
2: the major leagues. You, you can't you can't hide from this one.
1: Yeah, it's like and they I feel like they did all these little coasters and then it was just like they went 0 to 100 real quick.
2: Like based on not 100 uh, far based, based on Thunderbolt and Rolling Thunder, um that's not good. Like, <laughs> like it's I don't know if you guys have any experience with those coasters, but man, those cars run like crap on that track. So I'm hoping that this is a little more like well engineered than that,
3: yeah.
1: Um, I really hope so.
0: I sat in the train on Saturday. It felt nice, but obviously wasn't running, so I don't know if it's going to run rough or not. So we'll see.
2: Yeah, I hope not. I'm assuming not. Yeah. But just the fact that they built Thunderbolt in 2014, like that was like their new model. They put out and it it ran like a coaster that was built in the 1920s with like square wheels that were falling apart. Like, why? <laughs> so yeah. why did you uh, so? But yeah, expectations are low. Surprise me—that's what I say.
1: Yeah, I, I'm hoping for the best, but logically, I'm I'm thinking the worst.
2: Like I said, I'm gonna try to get there when they open. I'm gonna just wait in line for it. Uh, so for when it opens, I'll get my first ride, and I'll be like, okay, <laughs> it's like between the crowds and the maintenance,
3: yeah,
2: I just don't want to deal with it. Yeah,
1: that's how I felt. I that's how I feel about. Them both of the stratas i'm just mm. like they are like yep i don't know king to Ka's okay because you walk onto it like 90 of the time but like that wait for a strata oh my gosh i i need a dollar for every time i say that on this podcast
0: <laughs> well like i said when dragster opened in 2003 i was there on opening day and waited four and a half hours so there's that um for the thing, top
3: hat?
2: Hey, hey you know top what
0: I did the same thing for X when it opened in
2: 2001. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, but that's go. like
1: worth
2: it. That's what?
1: That's like worth it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I
0: mean, but if it's opening day, then yeah. it's worth it. And to be fair, I mean, back in 03, like, we were like, what the F is this? Like, what? right, right. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would
2: put dragster kind of the same level as X at the time, just in terms of like, you've never seen a coaster that actually went 400 feet or went 120 miles an hour. So, I mean, had Accelerator, but I mean, I'm sure no, yeah. not a lot of people had ridden Accelerator at that point. It would only been open for less than a year. Yeah. So, yeah, but, I, but X it was just something different. <laughs> it's like I, four and a half hours between the breakdowns and everything. It's like, yeah, okay. It's yeah. worth it.
0: Um, not to get completely off subject, but Jen, did you know that one of your favorite parks is his home park? No. Uh-oh. Oh, talking-
1: my goodness.
2: Are you talking about? I did not
1: one? even put two and two together. The more I can talk about Frontier City, the the happier I am. Have you oh. ridden Silver Bullet at Frontier City?
2: I've ridden everything at Frontier City. I've been Aww. there way too many times at this point. Like it's, it's funny because I went there first in 2018. I was just like, okay, this is like a little dinky park. I got the Diamond Diamondback wasn't open. I'm like, I'll never come back here again. Like, little did I know, a few years later, this would be my home park. <laughs>
1: Oh my goodness. That is like one of my favorite parks, like ever. Really? How I was expecting, like, bottom of the barrel walking into that park, and the employees, like, were so nice. They seemed like they genuinely wanted to be there. Like, the charm of the park was, like, top tier. Um, I, I agree I, about
2: that. And <laughs> I don't know about the employee thing, but the, the park is charming and, like, a good, like, the Western theme is pretty yeah,
1: consistent. Yeah. That's wild because I. Like every employee I talked to was so nice. Interesting. Yeah. That's, how I felt, that's
2: how I felt at Dreamworld in Australia. And that's how I always feel at King's Island, but I never got that vibe from Frontier City.
1: And maybe I just had a good day, but like every cast member or cast member, well, every single employee I talked to was just like nice. And I was like, having issues with my pass, like my um, dining plan. And they mm-hmm. were like giving me free vouchers. Like they gave me like triple what I should have had on my dining pass.
2: So that my next question was, uh, you went after Six Flags took it over, right? Yes. Okay. Because I was going to say, maybe yeah. before they took it over, it'd be, it was a little different, but no.
1: No, yeah. I went last year, um, mm-hmm. last March.
2: Interesting. Um, okay. Was everything open?
1: Yes.
2: I mean, Diamondback, Silver yeah, Bullet. Yeah,
1: Diamondback and Silver Bullet definitely were. Yeah. I didn't really like that wooden coaster. What is it? Wildcat. Oh, Cat.
2: Wildcat. Yeah. Yeah it's girl. fine like it's when when that's all you have um it's kind of like oh cool you know this has a a different layout so yeah. you know when you have kids also it they have fun with all the flat rides like the yeah. to Whirl and the pirate ship and all the other little things they have the the flying swings so that's that's why we go but it's interesting yeah. that you as a coaster enthusiast i love it Frontier city was awesome because i never i also
1: like i am a slut for a schwarzkopf like <laughs> that is just like
2: that's understandable
1: for a schwarzkopf i love them
2: that is understandable i mean schwarzkopf it's amazing that they've re- maintained their smoothness over the years considering arrows really happened and they came they yeah. came from the same era yeah
1: it's insane like there's very few that i get on that like are not fantastic and i got on silver bullet and thought the exact same thing i'm like this thing i, I yep. do still feel like it's falling apart under me sure but it was so good
2: yeah my I, my favorite shortstop is shockwave over texas for just it's like it crushes you and then it launches you to the moon it's like it's awesome yeah
3: and i grew up with revolution
2: is- so Re- revolution and monosum revenge which are like just total classics but yeah, cuffs can be hit or miss. I think a little bit, but I just, I just do appreciate that they're all really smooth and they all have lap bars, which is also great.
1: Yeah, I honestly, if I'm if I'm being completely honest, I really don't have that many cuffs. I just love them. Mm-hmm. Um, and my first like inversion was on a shortscuff.
2: Super so duper looper. Yeah. Yeah. I'm
1: from Pennsylvania, of course. Super duper yeah. looper. It's just like a it's like it's everyone's first
2: loop is either on Revolution, Monsters Revenge, or Super Duper Looper. It's like no yeah. matter where you live, that it was those three. Yeah, I, oh,
1: lo- vortex I
2: love the it. Kings Island rip. Oh, that wait, 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 wait—that was your first looper. Yeah. So you My went first from versions ever was vortex. So you went from no loops to six. Yeah, that's not right.
3: Yeah.
1: I don't know if I ever put that together, Chris. That's wild. What? Like, did you just decide one day or <clears> you <throat> you just like. Go to the well, park and be well, like, I just want to ride
0: this. Well, growing up, we would always go to Kings Island, and they didn't have. They had King Cobra, which I was too, you know, small to ride still. And I believe, if I'm thinking correctly, Vortex was the only other coaster with inversions when I would go.
2: Hmm. Um, well, you would that have been like
0: 2099? Uh so I probably I am 38. So. I think we would, I think my first trip was in like 1990. Okay. Uh, but may not have been old enough to write it then, maybe 91. So it was like, so it was, It was, yeah, it was before uh, Flight of Fear got there.
2: Right. Yeah, that might, have, you might be right about that. I'm trying to think back, like when um, Screaming Demon got taken out, that was probably back in the 80s. Yeah.
0: If
2: I remember right. So yeah, you were probably, yeah, you were probably left with those two. <laughs> Yep. So, so um, um, that,
1: park, that is wild. That park had like no stepping stones. It was just like zero to six.
2: Like, like mine was monsoon revenge. That's one loop. We take it backwards too. And then Sophie's had, you know, my daughter, a revolution. And it's like super duper looper. Obviously, is a good one. But vortex, yikes. I mean, when I, I wrote that for, for, for the first time in 2002, and um, even then, it was pretty bad.
0: Oh yeah, I mean. As much as like sentimental it is to see it go, I'm like, <laughs> I'm fine with it. I didn't, I haven't ridden it for years because I'm like, no way.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It, I read it last so year before it, it left the premises. And it, um, I read it twice because I wanted to get some good shots because I had my camera glasses at the time. And me and my brother had just ridden it. And he was like, it's all you, man. I'm not going back on that thing. <laughs> and I went back on it to get my shots. And I was like, oh, this. I'm paying for this one <laughs> it yeah. so bad.
1: Yeah. That doesn't look like anything I would ever want to ride. Honestly.
0: Yeah. And the, the bad thing is, is the year that they announced it was getting taken out. I had almost, I, the last time I was there for the year, I was like, I should ride this. Cause I don't know when it's before they announced. Yep. And I was like, I didn't ride it. And I didn't go back for the rest of the year. And I was kind of upset, but Ooh. I guess I saved myself a headache I, though.
2: I thought they were taking that out the year before. And then they took out firehawk. And that was a little bit of a surprise for me. Yeah. I never really thought of Firehawk as a, as a coaster on the chopping block. I was like, oh, there's they're, they're something on Vortex. Well, Vortex is safe next year. Bye, Vortex.
0: Yeah. Still the un- only people that work at the park. Uh, that was not that was not Firehawk Vortex. was like a terrible na- maintenance nightmare. No, oh, I, I bet. <laughs> Old Vacoma. Yeah. Yeah. Could
3: not Surprising, happen.
0: though. They took out two coasters in one year, but okay. I, I can't imagine.
2: I think Vortex was an emergency, uh, kind of like uh, Volcano. Yeah, they have, I don't think they would take out two in a row, and they wouldn't have taken out years before they plan on replacing it either. Right, I think they had to. Yeah, that's my guess. I don't know. That's Don big If you have a chance, there were
0: some like the steel was starting to like not be good.
2: Yeah, I think another the chain like completely just fell out of the coaster yeah. <laughs> not long before either. It was like <laughs> oh, oh the chain gosh. chain fell off. <laughs> you might want to might want to get that before it hurt somebody. <laughs>
1: This is like, I don't know, this is the most Vortex thing ever. Like, this does not... Su- I have never heard that, but it does not surprise me in the slightest when we're talking about Vortex.
2: It sounds like someone having a great adventure, after all things I've read. Like,
3: Literally.
0: <laughs> chain um, fell off,
2: and the coaster fell over. Was like, yeah, it does that. Yeah.
0: Like, Kings Island had Black Sunday, and that was... They did. ...about it. That was bizarre. Yeah.
2: That was just, like, what are the odds that... I don't even know how many people died at King's Island for my research. Not very many. They didn't have very many incidents, but two of them happened on the same day.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's Weird. like, that's wild. I think they also had, didn't they have a guy that like got out of the car in the animal exhibit and was mauled by lions?
2: Um,
1: wasn't that there too? No.
2: Yeah, there was, I so. I'm getting all my documentaries mixed up. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of. I remember the King, Kings Island or Astro World, where the, they got, got. I think they got out to like relieve yeah. themselves.
1: Yeah, and then they were taunting, taunting the lines. Yeah,
2: maybe. Yeah, I, I think yeah. the thing is like they got out to you know relieve themselves, and then they couldn't get back to the jeep in time before they yeah. got attacked. So, yeah, all these parks. The thing I noticed about all these parks back in the day is they they all had animals, which is kind of crazy, <laughs> and they all they all had concerts too. You don't you don't see that anymore. You don't see big name acts coming to theme parks to do concerts anymore. Yeah. They kind of, they kind of just like stopped in the 90s. So
0: Yeah. King's Island tried to revive do. that last year, but... The Timberwolf. Yeah. Um, yeah, no,
2: Magic Mountain had the Great Bear Theater, and now that's completely gone. <laughs> they ripped that out.
1: Wait, where is that?
2: Magic Mountain. They had the uh. Great Bear Theater where they'd do all their concerts. They ripped that out. They completely ripped that thing out, so we'll see what replaces that I bet you it's gonna be something interesting so
1: yeah I'm I'm waiting for them I remember before like when I was younger Six Flags Great Adventure used to do concerts in theirs and I think it's been empty since like yeah
2: yeah I never from the time I started going to parks in like the early 2000s I never remember a concert coming to a park and based on my research it kind of the concert thing kind of died out in the early 90s so yeah so who knows what happened there
1: I do remember specifically going to special ticketed events. I think that they were a couple big ones. Like I want to, I want to say even like one direction or something like that.
2: Really? That, that recent? Yes. Like, huh.
1: yeah. Cause I was like, my, my little sister wanted to go and that was the uh-huh. whole reason we went. So it was some kind of boy band or something that she wanted to go to. But I think it was separately ticketed to get into Right. So it wasn't like a just go. Yeah. I have to ask her because we talk about it all the time. My whole family went and it was just like her and my mom that went into the show. But that had to be my sister's 24. So that had to be I mean, in the 2000s. Yeah, One
2: Direction wasn't even around that yeah. that So it couldn't have been that it long It might ago.
1: not have been One Direction, but some kind of boy band like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the only, one, the only one that still has concerts is Hershey. Like we were there last summer, and the Zach Brown Band was having a big old concert, but not in the inside the park, obviously.
1: Yeah, they still but. do a good a uh, good amount. The other day, I was there. I went to go to here and I like roll up. The park's not even open. It's like during the week, and Red Hot Chili Peppers is there. Oh, like, really? oh my god! I can't even get to, I can't even get a mile to Hershey. Like,
0: I guess if if you want to see a concert, that's the one park you can go to. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, Carowinds has a huge amphitheater, and I don't think that's ever been used since I've been paying attention. Yeah, I wonder what's. I wonder
2: what happened there. Maybe it got too rowdy. Yeah. Or Crowd control. I
0: don't know. I can tell you this at Kings Island, they used to have this thing called like Spirit Song, where all the Christian rock yep. bands and stuff would come. It was and, huge there. Yeah. yeah, and that was a day to stay away from the park because of how busy it got. Yep. But then it just it just stopped.
2: Yeah. When I was there, they had something going on in the, in, in Timberwolf um, last year or a couple years ago. Yeah. But, yeah, it seems like most amphitheaters are just completely... Like, I, I used the Golden Bear Theater at Magic Mountain to do training once. It I was like, I think it's the first time anyone's even stepped foot in here.
3: Oh
2: in my decades. It's like, it was so run down.
0: So, yeah. It's so I guess wild. times change. Times yeah. change. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, was there anything else before we get to this huge list of questions? I will try to run down as soon as fast as we can.
2: <laughs> Any more Frontier City stories?
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Everyone, I wish like this was live. Everyone could share their Frontier City stories. I love Frontier City. I love it. I did. Um, do you watch Coaster 365's videos?
2: I don't does not ring a bell, no.
1: Oh. Uh, His review of Wildcat, me and Kelly from Exploring Forces, um, we literally did the whole review while we were sitting on that, like, cat statue outside of Wildcat. It was the most uncomfortable. We were on it for, like, five minutes.
2: I think everyone has sat on that statue at some point.
1: Yeah, we sat on it together. It was... (laughs) It was tight. And then um, also they do have, I think, the world's biggest supply of Corgi plushes. I almost bought like 16 of them.
2: Yeah. I have, I have that 50% off Diamond Elite pass. So whenever we go, the girls are like, oh, we can get stuff. I'm like, it's not free, guys. You know, you still have to pay half half price, but still. Well, load up on get a
1: Corgi plush. They had the cutest Corgi plushes. Um, I bought one and my dog proceeded to destroy it within a that, day of me landing.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right. Ahsoka said, there will only be one.
1: Yeah, literally. I kept calling her Baby Soka all trip and taking <laughs> pictures of her, and Ahsoka was like, absolutely not, Baby Soka. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, so, right. I think we're good to get into questions.
0: Sounds good. I will uh, take the first one. Uh, so we have a question coming from Coasting, And uh, he asks, there's a couple of them here. Uh, well, it's a big question. What state has the best wooden coaster collection? I think this will be most likely pit my home state, which is yeah. Indiana, versus Chris's home state, Ohio, versus Jen's home state, Pennsylvania.
2: Yeah, like off the top of my head, the first thing I thought of was Pennsylvania, just because mm-hmm. you got uh, all the coasters at Kennywood, you got Ravine Flyer 2, you got uh, comet, um, like Thunder, Thunder, what's it called? Thunderhawk. I'm not a big fan of that one. Um, that one. yeah, Indiana, though. Hmm, these periods have a holiday world. Um, and what's the other one? Uh, Ohio. I don't Ohio. think Ohio has, I mean, Ohio, Kings, Island, like, Kings Island, I, I mean, the Cedar Point, yeah, I guess it's kind of interesting i don't know I, i'd give it to pennsylvania personally yeah, i would too
1: it's definitely pennsylvania you <laughs> got phoenix and twister that's enough
2: phoenix i forgot about phoenix yes phoenix there you go
1: yeah that's enough i, to win I don't like World twister yeah.
2: i don't like twister that much but but yeah phoenix is good
1: I definitely prefer Phoenix, but Twister is super fun. I I don't know if you've ever met Laurel XL200, but she is like the funnest person in the world to ride Twister with. She Mm. just laps so much the whole time that like, I don't even know what's happening in the coaster, but I'm just so entertained watching her.
2: Yeah, I've given a few tries and I just can't get into it. Uh, It's just, it's not for me. I don't know. No airtime.
1: Yeah, definitely no airtime. You're just dying of laterals the whole entire time.
2: Dying of laterals.
0: That's dying of
1: laterals. It. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> right. um, go ahead. I'm sorry, Chris. Go. I was just gonna, Ohio just has Mystic Timbers. And that's, I mean, Beast is there, but Mystic.
2: Racer. Yeah. Blue Streak. Those are good. Good. But I mean, is it enough to beat Pennsylvania? I don't think so. Right.
3: No,
1: I don't think so either. And I've, I've never even ridden most of them. Um, next, we have Surveillance. Does Sky Tower at Six Flags Magic Mountain really have a basement?
2: A basement? Oh. I That, I don't know. I thought you were going to say museum at the top. That was If you were asking that, then yes, it does. But basement? Uh, if it does, that'd be really fun to go to. But I heard they're going to start renovating that thing soon. And maybe we can go back up there in the next, like, 10 years. <laughs> Which... Last time I went up there was 2011, and I actually got some good pictures up there when I was up there. But man, the uh, California really did that one dirty. They were like, "Yeah, you need a, like 10 million dollars of renovations in this thing to get it open." And Magic was pretty much like, "Yeah, we're not going to do that." <laughs> so, which is a shame because that's a great tower. But yeah, basement. Um, now I'm interested, but not that I know yeah. of. Interesting.
1: Yeah, I never heard that either. But I didn't know it had a museum up there. Like. Either. Yeah,
2: when i was working there the guy, guy I, uh, that was working in like uh, operations actually came up with the idea and the park president liked it so much they actually did it and it lasted for a little while so i think it's i think the stuff's still up there though so is, if they ever do reopen it it'll be there
1: what is the like what is the theme is it just six flags mountain magic mountain history? yeah it's
2: like history it's like history of the okay. park they have like artifacting like they have, i think they have like a car like a coaster car up there from the old rides Pictures and just oh. like stuff from the park's past.
1: That's pretty cool. I like that.
2: Yeah, it was a really good idea. It's just that part of thing's been things shut down in 2013, so it's been 11 years since it opened. Be interesting to get that, but they, they did say they're going to start working on it. But yeah. I can't imagine it'll, it'll happen anytime the next, like five, six, seven years.
0: So <laughs>
1: yeah, don't, I don't hold your breath. <laughs> yeah, that'll be interesting when they do it, though.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, the next question comes from Nick Lom. Would you rather go to a park consisting of only pre 2000 Vacomas or a park consisting of only water coasters? Uh, pre 2000 Vacomas.
2: Because I hate water coasters. Like, they are like the worst part of my day. I dread going to the park that day knowing I have to ride a water coaster. And uh, I'm just so glad when it's over. So. The Vacomas for sure.
1: Is is there like a reason that you? Hate I, that? I I
2: just hate getting wet. Like I oh,
1: hate,
2: okay. I just hate being wet. I hate my having water in my shoes. I hate getting wet, and then all of a sudden a breeze comes through, and it makes you want to die. Um, <laughs> so I yeah, um, okay. I just don't do water coasters, and then but so I do get the credits when I I just try my best not to get soaked. Yeah. All
1: right, I can respect that. Jen, what about well, you? What about me? Um, I feel like water coasters.
0: Most There's,
2: people uh, aren't definitely afraid of water like I am, so it's understandable.
1: My whole thing is like I don't want to get wet all the time, but if I go to the park knowing, like, committing to getting wet, yeah, then like I'm gonna make the most of it. I'm gonna have so much fun. It's what I do in the rain in Florida too. I'm like, I'll go in the pouring rain. I just had to have to. I need to yeah. prepare to be soaking wet all day.
2: In, in Europe, I had I had a poncho because of the bad weather. And then the poncho came in handy on the water coasters. Yep. So that worked out. And in Australia, I just had to hope for the best. And luckily, it wasn't too bad.
1: Yeah. How about you, Chris?
0: I'm going water coasters for sure. I uh, I dread the uh, boomerang. More vacomas for me. Yeah. <laughs> Lucky
2: me.
1: Yeah, I can't get behind some pre-2000 so I would rather not. I would rather not. Um, all right. Next we have um Melba. They said, Why do you not take Ubers to parks on days when you head there before your family?
2: That's a good question. And I don't I've never used Uber. I never plan on using Uber. I grew up in the era where they said don't get in the cars with strangers. Um I guess that's that's gone now. It's just you know like don't talk to people online and don't get in the strangers' cars. And like what do you do with Uber? Do you talk to people online to get in their car? So <laughs> Yeah, I just I just never had the like a desire to do it. Um I guess if it got too bad I would do it like I was not feeling too great when I when I walked the 4 miles from my hotel to Dollywood, so like I may have collapsed on that trip, but I didn't. So that's the important thing. Um so yeah, I mean, I don't even have the app. I don't know how it works. Um I'm, a, I'm kind of a boomer when it comes to Uber. Um plus like I I'm always running like four miles at a time like nothing so like walking four miles isn't exactly hard especially in the morning so it's kind of like a nice little warm-up you know get your blood flowing before you get to a park and uh i don't know is uber Uber expensive i can't imagine maybe saving a few bucks by just hoofing it
1: yeah it depends on like where you're driving and how many cars are available so uh, now like follow-up question what is the farthest that you've walked to a park
2: so um, when I, I try to book hotels within four miles, I've never had to walk to a park that was longer than that. Um, Canada's one, again, it seems like I can never get at something closer than four miles either. I think Busch Gardens Williamsburg was was pretty close, but like Canada's Wonderland, Dollywood, Busch Gardens Tampa, like all those parks, I had to walk for freaking ever. And oh, Great America too last year, I had to walk four miles. It was like exactly four miles every way. So. Was, yeah, I would say, I think one time I took a wrong turn, so maybe I was a little bit more, like four and a half. Um, but if it's if it's that much, if it's much longer than that, then I don't think I would even try it.
1: Yeah, four miles is still like, that's...
2: It takes you a good hour, maybe an hour. Yeah, that's an plus. impressive walk. Yeah, but like I said, like I, I run four miles, like three, four miles on the regular, like every day. So Man. it's not like anything out of the ordinary for me to just like, okay, just leave early and get to the park. Let the girls sleep. That's the important thing when you go on a trip. make sure the girls are rested and then they can come at the park at their leisure. And then by that time I've gotten all my stuff done and I can have some, you know, quality time with the girls.
1: Oh, that's true. That's a good way to look
0: at it. I dig it. Um, Next question coming from, uh, I don't understand the name, but drugstore cowboy. um, What is your all time favorite coaster related event? And if you could create your own event. What would that look like?
2: So, I don't normally go to events, um, especially since I lived in California. There wasn't exactly a lot of events out on the West Coast. Most of the, all the good events are in the East. Um, I, I like Kings of the Kingdom. Like, that was a lot of fun. It was kind of like the park really catered to the enthusiasts. That was under their old ownership, too. So, I don't know if it's going to, I don't think they do it anymore. I know they did it the year after I went. Um, but that was like, it just seemed like it was it was cool to see the park like totally embrace the nerds you know um and they you know, had the panel and everything the, i think that was the panel was a lot of fun we got a lot of good questions um we had most of the major like youtubers at the time up there so um so that was probably my favorite one you said if i could design an event what would it be yep. oh man i don't even know um whatever it is, just don't let six million people in there like Hollywood nights. Cause that's just a mess. Like they can't seem to get that quite right in terms yeah. of letting enough people in, but also letting too many people in and then it becomes like a lottery system where if you, you miss your time by two seconds, then you miss it entirely. So um, I don't know. One, one thing I can, I can say is that the coaster crew trip was a lot of fun because that was more of a, like an older group. It wasn't a lot of teenagers. Like everyone was pretty much, it was an adult and it was just like we all became like family there it was like 70 people and by the end of the trip we were all like we had best friends for life yeah so if, i don't know if that's really an event but it was probably the coolest thing i've been part of
1: yeah i mean i think it. i think it counts
0: i, th- I think so too yeah
1: um <laughs> i'm a coaster crew lover so i think my favorite event that happens like every year is virginia's for coaster lovers mm. it's always i i have only been once but i've heard amazing things the other two years that i was aware of it um and yeah it would be a yearly occurrence for me you
2: can't you can't get a better coaster organizer than tim yeah um he, like there's nothing that i can say about him that's bad Like. Nothing at all. Like when they did when they the survey afterwards, like, what would you have changed? I'm like, absolutely nothing. Like, he was so apologetic that we had to take the bus from Faroop all the way to Tusenfrid, which was about 13 hours overnight. And the only reason we had to do that is because the storm killed our ferry and we couldn't go. So, and he was so apologetic that we had to, to go through that. But it's like, you're the one that made this happen. You know, like, you did all the work. All we had to do was sleep on the bus. <laughs> so it's like, you don't need to apologize to us. So, yeah, if you guys want to do any kind of coaster event, Coaster Crew is really good.
1: Yeah, I'm a big, <clears throat> I'm a big Tim Halloran fan.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, hopefully to we'll make a, a couple of the, of their events this year. That'll be fun.
1: Hopefully a Dorney event.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I can see that happening for the first time in a, a while.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I think a little birdie told me it's in the talks. So we'll see.
2: Well, right, like you? I said, California and Oklahoma, not exactly a hot spot for coaster events. So, yeah. There should be right a better
1: your city, though, so everyone can just ride Silver Bullet for hours.
2: Yeah. I'll bet will have a huge turnout, I'm sure.
1: <laughs> I would be there. I'd be there in a heartbeat.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i what was I? What was I? Oh, uh, I just give me just you need to find the sweet number of people and um of attendees in your event, and you got to have the ERT to where you're not waiting in lines still. I hear the uh, I hear Coaster Rodeo down yeah. there in Texas is really good at that, where you can just literally lap things.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, you want to talk about good coaster people jeffrey siebert the senate and yep. uh, fiesta texas he's one of the guys that gets it yep so um, it does not surprise me that that's a good event
0: yeah i like i think i heard the whole park is ert so not just a you know one section of the park or whatever it's yep. the entire park so
2: i can see him taking a loss just to put on a good event for coaster enthusiasts
0: <laughs> yeah anyway yeah ert for me i think that's my main priority
2: yeah that's, that's a good
0: point
1: yeah 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 i roller coaster rodeo is definitely on my list it looks yeah. like a good event
0: i'm planning on next year i think
3: yeah
1: we'll we'll see um all right next we have jr how do twisted timbers airtime camelbacks compare to el toros
2: oh el toros are like the best ever um twisted timbers i like that they're back to back to back but they're not even the best RMC camelbacks. I think Storm Chaser has a better one. I think like Air Force One has a better one. So I like the fact that they're in succession, but El Toro's camelbacks are like two of my favorite elements of all time. How aggressive and huge they are. So definitely El Toro.
3: Yeah.
0: I can see it. I only have Twisted Timbers credit, so Oh you know
2: you've not ridden El Toro?
0: Not yet. You should have written it when it was good. Apparently it sucks now.
1: See, that's where I'm going to go opposite you, Chris. I think Twisted Timbers, but only because the last year El Toro has not been, El Toro is like running down my rankings.
2: I I wrote it in 2019 last. So um, that was, like I said, on the last podcast, that was two derailments ago. So it's had a lot of issues since then. And apparently it's not gotten better. So, um, be interested to see how it rides this year. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's rough. But
2: it's Twisted okay. Timbers is a riot. Like, it's one of the coasters that keeps shooting on my list every time I ride it. So.
1: Yeah, that's that's another one that I hardcore, I like hardcore support on this podcast. I think Twisted yep. Timbers. This is my hot take. I think Twisted Timbers is everything that Steel Vengeance should be. Okay. I think it's better than Steel Vengeance, and.
2: I can respect that, but I disagree. But I can respect that.
1: I think it's so good. I had this rain ride on it. Like I, it got more, higher and higher up my rankings the more I wrote it. But one of the last times I wrote it, it was like perfect weather, and it was raining, and it made it feel like the most intense thing I had ever written in my life. I loved
2: it. Yeah, yeah. Rain rides aren't for me. They hurt like hell. But <laughs>
1: it was a good rain ride. It yeah. made it feel so fast. It was the wildest twisted timbers ride
0: i have to ask this since this is completely off topic and i just saw this today and i want to get your thoughts chris um and i don't know how long ago this was posted but supposedly there are teasers out there for king's dominion and for carowinds about the re-theming of their two intimidator coasters i yeah i saw that a while back i want to say like the rumor that that could be happening
2: um I don't know what happens with these licensing deals. Uh, imagine that there's some kind of some kind of deal they have with the Dale Earnhardt estate mm-hmm. or with NASCAR or whoever owns his image. But yeah, I could see that happening. It'd be
0: interesting though. <laughs> so there's a post going around today where it showed two envelopes with the addresses to both of those parks on there sent from Beauregard Chamberlain, which is Maverick at Cedar Point, And it has the big cedar creek mine logo and it says like be on the lookout for changing cliffs and drops and everything so i'm wondering <laughs> i don't know how they could theme that a giga to or in a hyper to cedar creek <laughs> but yeah that, that'd,
2: that'd be interesting <laughs> but i don't know yeah i mean it, ip's come and go man like yeah. they you just never know when the lawyers will get involved and
0: strike it down it would be crazy to see King's Dominion without its McDonald's coaster. So, <laughs> yeah, you're assuming they would t- they would paint it at that point. <laughs> I would think so. I think they would have to make it. They're try. I think they're going to try to incorporate it into the new Jungle Expedition, right. or whatever. That would make sense. So, maybe they can take away the stupid
2: shoulder restraints too. Yeah, that'd be good. that'd be good. I'm just I'm just saying useless.
0: Yeah, um, who's is it? Is it my question? I think I asked for this one, right? Um, This one's coming from Matt Patty, and this is an interesting one. How does Amy randomly appear at parks you visit midday and then disappear? disappear.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There are forces behind the scenes that are unseen on the camera, and I'm very careful with my camera work to keep people who uh, should not appear in the videos off the camera, so... So yeah, so I guess that's a long way of saying my wife travels with us and um she takes Amy when she's not on camera. <laughs> so I, I don't that. just I don't I don't just leave her at the lost and found and <laughs> retrieve her when I need to get a shot. Or it's like, oh it's train time. Where's Amy? Let's go get her. How many train so, credits does she have? Oh, last time I shot I think it's 10 now. Yeah, we just got Silver Dollar City this past winter. And the funny thing is last summer we were gonna do a bunch of them or two summers ago. But every single train we went to, every single park we went to had a thunderstorm roll through. And that will like destroy our plan for the day. So we had to end up cutting the train out of the plan. And she left, left a lot of train credits on the table, which kind of sucked. Yeah. But yeah, she's almost big enough to ride her first kitty coaster now. All so right. I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be at Frontier City maybe this spring, but we'll see how that goes. She's still little. So
1: does she have like a favorite train?
2: Uh, it's hard to tell.
3: She's,
2: (laughs) I mean, it depends on what kind of mood she's in. She was dancing on the King's Island train, but at the time she was also only about six months old. So it's hard to really imagine that she was judging the train's quality at the time. I just think (laughs) that she was in in a good mood because she was, uh, she had just napped. So, (laughs) there you
1: go. All right. I am losing...
0: I think we're on- We're on yeah.
1: Jake, Stefan. Um, all right, make a pick. Who is winning the World Series? And then he says, for coasters, what's your favorite smaller park, five or less coasters?
2: Okay, uh, World Series. I, I was thinking about this, but it's, it's hard to make a prediction before everyone has made their final free agent signings. Because um, you know, there's still a lot of good players out there and like that one player can make the, all the difference. Um, if I had to guess right now, like money on the table, Orioles win the World Series this year. Um, what was the second question? Small park?
1: Yeah, favorite small park. Here's small park.
2: Um, Who? Small park. Good question. Um, I really, for some reason, this is stupid. I love Wonderland in Amarillo, Texas. It's so janky, but it's so relaxed. And like the rides are so cool there. Like They all either have a lot of history or they're just so dumb that they're, they're good. So whenever I can, we used to drive by there all the time when we'd go back and forth to California. So sometimes I'd be like, Hey, do we have time to go to wonderland? Most of the time the answer was no, but when we, when we did, it was fun. It
1: sounds awesome. interesting. I don't even know if I ever heard of that park. Uh,
2: if you've seen Texas tornado, you'll probably know which one I'm talking about. That's the one with the loop that they had to redesign because it didn't fit.
1: Yes, okay. It has its
2: sticks coming out of it. Yeah, yeah, and okay. that's just and that's just scratching the surface of how janky that park is. They also I love have
1: a janky park. They
2: have a bathtub wild mouse there, which is just totally awesome. No restraint. You sit in a bathtub and it's just off the wall. Now, a sky ride. They have an old ride from Astro World there too. Um, yeah, it's just. It's one of those parks that you just go to, and it's, it's like it's impossible not to have a good time there.
0: Yeah.
1: That's incredible. I want to ride the bathtub wild mouse. Yeah, for <laughs> yes.
0: sure. Um, real quick, while we're into that kind of area of the country, what are your thoughts on Desert Storm at Castles and Coasters?
2: I thought it was fine. Yeah. Um, it was kind of weird. They didn't have seat dividers. So on the first drop, I wrote it with Sophie. So um, I kind of slid all the way over to her side. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, okay, I'm going to get back on my side now. Um, it was fine. It was pretty smooth um relatively intense it was just kind of like it was all right it wasn't yeah. bad it wasn't great it was just there which i guess is pretty a pretty nice thing to say about a, a family fun center coaster
0: yeah when i went that was like my first time when i started my channel like my first vlog and stuff that i did and when we wrote it it was only one write-up in the entire station doing everything. Yep. So that That sounds about right. Well, you're lucky that sometimes they have one ride
2: up, not only on the ride, but in the area. So you have to wait for them to kind of make loop
0: around to get to you. So great. (laughs) All right. Um, Jersey Kev, what could, oops, I can't see here. Uh, What could Six Flags Great Adventure do or add to make it the best theme park in the country? great
2: adventure um for one they could you know have less accidents based on all my research but um, i mean I, I should say that's not happening anymore but then look at el toro um they could i mean obviously the one thing that's they're missing that's really glaring is an rmc so i don't I don't know if that would be kind of redundant with el toro being there but who cares like you can have a, you can have a prefab and an rmc like just do it um but aside from that, they have a pretty stacked lineup. Aside from like, just pretty like, they have a flyer, they have the strata, they have a hyper, they have a single rail. Um, yeah, and they have the wooden coaster, obviously, as for, for now with El Toro. Um, they have the safari for like people who want to do that. The thing that really pisses me off about uh, Great Adventure is just the whole locker policy. Like no other Six Flags Park, no no other park, outside of, like, Universal in the country has that strict of a locker policy, as Great Adventure does. That's kind of what rubs me the wrong way about them, but if they can do something about that and get an RMC, then maybe they're in the conversation. And also fix El Toro, because apparently it sucks now. So I hear. It's
1: pretty pretty rough. (laughs) Honestly? It was
2: getting getting a little bit rough in 2019 also, so I imagine it's probably gotten worse.
1: Yeah, it's the retrack is not very good.
2: That's surprising.
1: It's not very good at all. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's shocking because it's, like, it should be good. They retract.
2: Yeah, right. You don't usually think of, like, it went down. It's kind of like, it's kind of like when I post a video and my views actually go down that day, which actually happened on Friday. You don't think that's supposed to be happening. But, yeah, I don't think I've ever yeah. seen a
0: coaster get retracted and get worse. Yeah. yeah
3: it's not. Maybe
0: Six Flags Maintenance needs to kind of – uh <laughs> hire somebody to do that for them
2: (laughs) yeah maybe rmc can come in and put some topper track i actually said one of my buy or sell videos i actually actually bought that at some point maybe rmc will put some topper track on el toro and then make it kind of like a steel ibox coaster with the same layout that'd be pretty cool
0: what do you think where they would do that or 208 track
2: probably 208 track yeah i think at the time i didn't really know much about 208 track but yeah that makes a lot more sense actually
0: yeah, uh, I need to get there before something changes, so, so I can write it in its original form.
2: Yeah, definitely, yeah. as original as you can get. Yeah. at this point.
0: Yeah,
1: it's, it's so sad. You'll you'll never get to experience the, like what it was. No. Oh my god. That, that, was, that's like my.
2: That's like me with like Lightning Rod. It's like anyone who didn't write it in 2016, like you
0: don't know how it was. And yeah, it'll never be like that ever again. Yep. I, I'm glad I have one of I have the original lightning rod credit, so I'm good there. Yep.
1: <laughs> yeah, I um for this one for me, I don't even think they need to add any coasters. Like I love Great Adventures coasters. RMC would be great. I need them to actually maintain the rides well. Like all of the rides are like, I, I feel rough. like the mix of the rides, it's so rough. Like, you go onto any other model from the same year at any other park, and it's 10 times better. Like, I don't understand how oh, like yeah. it won't hold up at that park.
2: I mean, King to Ca, compared to Dragster was like running on gravel compared to running on ice. Like, why is it? Why is this? Why is this launch so rough? <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it? it's just newer. I don't know why it's so rough.
1: And you even like, Even a closer example, like, you get on anything at Hershey Park, very similar climates. They're an hour and a half apart from each other, two hours apart from each other. And, like, their coasters run absolutely beautifully. And then you go to Great Adventure. And it's like, these feel like they're falling apart under you. And they could be such good coasters still.
2: And you think it's going to be okay until the back car, like... Comes off the track, and you realize, oh, maybe there was something to it.
1: Valid, <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: for me, I would like to see an RMC there. Uh, I don't think it's who cares about the redundancy. I mean, Hershey Park did it. Why can't other parks do it? Yeah, I mean, you can do a small-scale
2: inversion-based RMC, be different enough from El Toro. Yeah, put some airtime in there, it's kind of like a kind of like a Twisted Timbers type something. I don't know. I think it'd work.
0: Yeah. I dig it. And then if they were to get this rumored Giga launched coaster, which would be absolutely crazy, uh, that would be cool too. Giga launch coaster. They already have one of those. It's called King to Cop. (laughs) True. (laughs) Truth to that. At least that, I mean, they seem to maintain that kind of well. I mean... At least when the cable breaks, that's replaced somewhat in a decent manner. <sighs> that's Intamin's fault. I think. Yeah, because it happens. Happens the accelerator, it
2: happens the dragster, it just happens.
1: Yeah, and that also like, I so this is like literally going against what I just said. Um, after the first time that cable had issues, they keep one. on... Oh, yeah, they right. keep one extra. Right. All the right. time. Whereas like Skyrush was down for so long because of cable issues right. because they right. just they didn't have one on backup. They were waiting. Right. For you
2: know, you, you get burned enough, you end up learning your lesson. So, yeah.
1: Exactly. So that's the one thing I will give them. Ka, whenever the cable goes wrong on Ka, that's fixed pretty quickly. because Just backup.
2: give us 15 minutes. We'll be right back up. We'll <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Duck tape. That's all it takes. Okay, right. It's
1: fine, guys. We have backups. <laughs>
2: I mean, when the when the cable snapped. I mean, when the cable snapped on the accelerator, it actually hurt, like like slashed the person in the front row. Ooh. So, I I guess it could be dangerous when the cable snaps. I guess, but they're just gonna keep riding that thing until it does. So, yeah, good luck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it ever any of them ever hit someone. That is wild.
2: Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, I think it was even on camera. I don't even. I don't know why they were filming, but actually they actually had like the cable snap and you could see the kid like
0: ow i think it (laughs) happened on dragster too i'm pretty sure
2: yeah i think you're right
1: that is insane dragster
2: had so many issues though with the brake fins melting and then obviously the bolt hitting the woman in line
1: i do think that um chris you would know this better than me because you're doing this like great adventure video but isn't a cable snap what caused them to move the line from the middle of the queue a great adventure or was that a different issue
2: i don't know um i haven't gotten that far yet oh, only in uh, on 1987 not my research oh you but, did
1: say that i'm sure but i'm sure, yeah. but
2: I'm sure that when i get there uh, i might be able to, to noodle that one out and see if i don't know if they'll describe where the queue went but i'll see i'll see if there's any it kind of
1: be where dragsters queue was in the middle and there was a yeah. moving area there too mm-hmm. but the park wasn't open and I think the cable snapped. Something uh-huh. happened and um, it went into the queue. So like they instantly closed that queue.
2: Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. But yeah, um, I'll, I'll see if I can, uh, I'll, I'll be in the alert for that to see if that comes up. Because Yeah,
1: well, yeah. you'll, you'll have to let me know in your research. I,
2: I basically dig through I, I about a thousand articles for every year that goes through. So um, if it's there, I'll find it.
1: Oh my gosh.
2: Yeah. Th- these documentaries take about six months to make, which is why I don't do more of them. <laughs> um, they're very, very difficult, but they end up, they end up paying off in the end. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. I can definitely tell you're putting in that type of effort. <laughs> yeah. People are like, are oh, you going to
2: do two for, for 2025? You got King's Dominion and Bush Gardens. I'm like, oh, you know what? I, I might, but man, I'd have to get started early on that. Cause it, it takes a long time.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: I find it interesting that they did not move top throw two's queue. <laughs> yeah.
1: Wait, it's still in the middle? It's
0: still in the middle. They're pour- pouring the concrete as we speak. Um, they will probably covered, but I don't know with what. I was going to say, good luck with um, getting any
2: kind of shots from that queue, because it's going to yeah. be all covered up.
0: Yeah. They just didn't say what it's going to be covered with. Like, a, I assume that it'll be a hard roof, but we'll see. Yeah.
1: That is insane to me. I mean, I guess they don't really have the room to move that queue.
2: That's what I was thinking, too. They're all, their space is limited. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But so is Great Adventures. Like, there's no queue for Kingda Ka anymore.
2: Right. It just yeah. goes
1: out into the walkway.
2: Just stick in the parking lot. Let people just walk by and be like, hey, I'm in the queue for Kingda Ka. <laughs> Not even in the park.
1: Yeah. And t- I- they'll sell some more tickets.
2: There you go. Hmm. All
1: right. Next, we have Quentin Bear... Major. Um, any plans to create a coastal a coaster remodel... No. Oh my gosh. Let me restart. <laughs> any plans to create a coaster removal prediction video for the merged Six Flags Cedar Fair parks?
2: Coaster removal. I don't know. Uh, I never even thought about that really. Um, I was thinking more about which parks are going to get sold more than what, what rides are going to get removed. Um, I... I did my coasters out could be gone in five years video back in 2019. And then I did like a follow-up video two and a half years later. And I think that was that must have been sometime in 2022, probably the summer of 2022. Um so now we're actually at the end of this year, we actually my five years is up. Um so now I gotta I gotta face the Pied Piper. But my actually my, my midterm predictions were actually pretty good. Like a lot of the ones I said were gonna be gone are gone, like the Bob Bobsled at Great Escape. Um there was a couple other ones. That, that bit the dust. Um, oh, Tidal Twister also was on there. Um, but yeah, I don't think that that list is going to change much because of the merger. Um, I would just be way more on the lookout for parks like Frontier City, Darien Lake. Um, I don't know about the Cedar Fair properties, but like parks like that where they're kind of like, okay, let's get this out of the chain because we don't need this anymore. <laughs> you have 27 properties. So you can get rid of the little ones. Yeah, Yeah.
1: that's kind of how I'm viewing it too. There's no like coasters that stick out to me that are like, I
2: nothing nothing new at least like nothing that would have like where the merger actually changes my opinion on it. And one thing that that video kind of got screwed up is with the COVID situation. I think some of the parks that may have removed some coasters may have held onto them longer so that they can before they can replace them. So like I was like so sure Anaconda was gonna be gone from Kings Dominion, and that one doesn't seem like has any. Plans on leaving, but yeah. Maybe without COVID, maybe it would have been gone. Who knows?
1: Yeah. They they lost a year and a half, two years of like yeah. good revenue. So that's definitely
2: that's rough. So it's just rough for anyone. But yeah. I mean, if you see all the, all the lines at the parks in twenty twenty one, it's like, yep, yeah, people are back. Yeah. Yeah. They're roaring back.
1: All right, They this person has another question, and it's super similar. Do you have plans to create a coaster prediction video for the Merge Six Flags Cedar Fair
3: Parks?
2: Um, I kind of already did that. Uh, it was a buy or sell video where I took everyone's predictions, and then I kind of responded to them. Um, I also did a video right after the merge was announced that kind of talked about what I thought might happen. So between those two, I kind of like said everything I had to say at this point. Um, I'm just... I'm, I'm kind of thinking now, like, is it even going to go through? Or is the government going to kill it? Is someone, like, I know that one of the investors sold a bunch of their stock in, like, protest of the thing right after it happened. So I think that's kind of where we're at now. And it's kind of like, before I go crazy about doing all these videos about the merger, let's see if the merger even happens.
0: Agreed. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. As far as making videos, I have an, an off-subject. Are, are you... uh in the works of making your predictions for this coming baseball season? Yes. But like I said, I can't do
2: anything before these free agents sign. Um right. and this year, for some reason, Scott Boris, um, they are not signing as soon as they used to. Um, yeah. I know like Cody Bellinger just signed, but there's a whole bunch of other ones like 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 uh, Montgomery and Snell and a whole bunch of other like mid-tier players that could make a difference on the teams. So I'd like to see where they go before I do it. But um, I have to do my predictions earlier this year because the season starts in Korea with Dodgers and and Padres. So I need to get that video out before the season starts, which will be a little early. So it is in the works. Like I said, like right now, if you had asked me, I'd probably say Baltimore and the Dodgers maybe in the World Series. But the Braves are right there. I think the Mariners are going to be good this year. So those are the teams that are kind of like on my radar right now.
0: Yeah, I don't think uh, my Cleveland Guardians have done very much, so I'm not really excited.
2: I, you know, I've made I've made videos about the Guardians on my channel the last couple of years because they just piss me off, man. Yeah, I can't I can't figure them out. I'm like, oh, they're gonna suck, and they were good. Like, yeah. oh, they're gonna be
0: good, and they suck. It's like, bro, Cleveland, what are you doing? Yep, for sure. That's that's the life of a Cleveland sports fan. <laughs> I am sorry. <laughs> At least only like one of their teams. I'm not a Browns fan or anything or Cavs, but that's good. Yeah. Our next question comes from uh, Kelly Nicole, which is the uh, the better half of one of the drunk writers. Um, As a fellow parent enthusiast, watching you experience coasters with Sophie is my favorite part of your videos. Has she always been interested? Uh, we are still overcoming some fears over here.
2: Uh yeah, I mean, she was she got into it when she was like two. So that was um she was way more brave than I ever was. Like she wasn't I, I hear people saying their kids will write anything that they can get their hands on. Like they're four years old, they're like, Oh no, right, we'll in force. Like, yeah, Sophia wasn't like that. She was apprehensive, but she still was way more brave than I was. She wrote Revolution when she was like five or she, she got a ninja when she was young. Um, and it seems like she was still kind of like afraid of the, of the big stuff until we got to Dollywood and she wrote lightning rod. And after she wrote lightning rod, that kind of opened her up to write everything. Cause after that she wrote iron Guazi and fury. And I'm like, dude, when I was 10 years old, I wouldn't touch any of these coasters with a 10 foot pole. You know, I wasn't, it wasn't until I was like 12 where I really started writing stuff. So, I wouldn't say she's like super into it. Um, She does ask me to do her video, uh, her top 10 at the end of the year, because I do promise her I'll give her the proceeds of the video. So that's her (laughs) motivation from it. So, um, so yeah, so that, that's fun for her. And um, I think it's, it's, it's fun for me too, to to vlog with her. And my wife says she loves having the girls on the vlog because it's kind of like a de facto home movie, like I'm documenting our, you know, Uh, their childhoods through these vlogs which is kind of cool um but in terms of like sophie being into it i wouldn't say she's like a a big coaster fan but she's also like down to ride almost anything with me she just doesn't really like launch coasters that much but i'll I'll get her to come around
0: yeah that's awesome
1: (laughs) yeah that is awesome where is iron guazi in her top 10.
2: uh last time i checked um I'm trying to remember because she does her rankings like she did her 2022 rankings. I think it was in the top four. I can't remember okay. where it was. I can't remember what it was this past year. It might have been a little bit lower than that. But Her her, her rankings are so random. Just kind of depends on the mood she's in that day. <laughs> like 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 she put like Avatar Airbender in her top 10 in 2022 and it wasn't even like considered on her list this, <laughs> this year. So... I know that.
1: That's literally me all the time.
2: Yeah. But she really likes Steel Vengeance and that was her new number one. So... What she got to write that for the first time this year. But Twisted Timbers was also in her top like three or four.
3: All right. Well,
1: we'll respect that part. <laughs> yeah, she,
2: yeah, she loved Twisted Timbers. We'll give her that.
1: Twisted Timbers is so good.
2: Yeah, and Pantheon. She loves she loves Pantheon too.
1: Oh, Pantheon is a good one. Yeah. Pantheon's a really good one. All right. Next we have Justin um 1194 he said is it okay that i called you i mean people call you a celebrity (laughs) Uh, i'm very confused by this
2: question he called me like on my phone or like what i
1: don't know wait is there is it in the second question no I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Let's go. I to think this. maybe
0: just the second part. Maybe the question. I as don't know. far
2: as my celebrity status, I've only been recognized outside of a park once, and it was at the Atlanta airport. So I think until I am recognized more outside of my element, then no.
1: <laughs> yeah. What was the second part of the question? I mean,
2: oh. I, I didn't. I didn't hear a question at all yeah. there. Actually. <laughs>
1: I think they're asking if people call you a celebrity.
2: Oh um, yeah. Um I mean, not to my face, I guess. <laughs> but it, but it is it is hard to go to a park. Um like especially a big park. Um like I, I get recognized almost every park I go to. Um, unless it's like a really small park, like Arnold's Park in Iowa. It's like no one or Nickelodeon Universe in Minnesota, like no one recognized me there. But I go to a, like a Six Flags Great America or a Canada's Wonderland or a King's Island or something and it's a lot of people will, will come up to me. How do you deal with that? Um, I, I don't mind it at all. Like I, I usually ask them if they want to take a picture or they just want to you know shake hands and say, hey. Um, the thing I try to avoid is when certain people want to like hang out all day, especially because I, I almost never come to the parks by myself. So I don't want to be like adding people to our group because it's kind of disrespectful to the people I came to the park with, whether it be my brother or my friends or or my kids. So it doesn't usually happen. And luckily, the times that it does happen is actually kind of wanted. So like you talked about uh, Riley, um, like it was we actually really liked having him around because he helped us a ton in Australia. Yeah. Um, so he actually, he actually hung out with him all three days. We were on the Gold Coast. So, and then there was other time where we were at Valley Fair where someone came up and we actually hung out with him all day, but it was nice because, you know, he showed us the ropes and the same with Playland in Vancouver. But yeah, just, I, try, I kind of try to avoid you know like, okay, like, I'll say hey and, and everything, but it's like, unless I'm there by myself, I just don't want to add people to our,
0: our group. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's definitely interesting. I get it. Right.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, Justin had another part of his question
1: yes he did um if you could create a park with 10 rides from coaster cruise europe 2023 trip welcome
2: <sighs> okay um refer to my top 10 list on <laughs> on my <laughs> video that'd be like wildfire comardin helix balder dragon kangen uh, uh paratin that's five um dog fart coaster obviously He's got to get something for the kids um maybe Demonin from tivoli gardens um trannon which i didn't get to ride from scar of summerland that would have been cool to ride so i'd like to throw that in there um phonix from fruit summerland also didn't get to ride that because it was closed and uh let's just in lynette from fruit summerland too because that was also closed because it was like a hurricane coming through the park so they were like <laughs> like you can't open the rides it's quiet because the tree might fall on it I'm like i don't let me go like i'm not going to come fine. back fine
1: i'll take my chances
2: right oh, yeah i mean did the tree fall on it i don't think it did i mean i saw other stuff fall down but no trees no trees <laughs> it was pretty bad the the wind and the cold i mean it was like it was august in yeah. the northern hemisphere you'd think it wouldn't, wouldn't be that freezing but it was so
0: oh well oh well <laughs> um yeah so uh next uh, we have from Dan Clark he has two questions here. How long does it take you to determine the ride length for your uh, prime ride time videos? And then have you used the Pythagorean theorem more during school or after school now?
2: Definitely after. <laughs> I've done prime ride videos for a few years now. And uh, it doesn't take me very long. I take the RCDB length. And then what I do is I take Google Maps, calculate the ground underneath the lift hill. And then I calculate how tall it is. And then use the pythagorean theorem to calculate how much track is on the lift hill and then i use google maps to track like the turns that and the station and the brakes that don't aren't really part of the prime ride time and then it gives me the exact number of how much track is on there so i added that plus the lift hill then i subtract that from the overall length and that's how i get the prime length so it doesn't take very long um the tricky ones are ones that were built after Google took the picture from space uh, because then I can't really calculate it. That's kind of a guess. Um, And also indoor coasters is a little bit tough when it comes to trying to calculate how much track is inside the building that I can't see. So that's where it gets a little tough. That's why people say, you should do Disney by the numbers. I'm like, that'd be great. But those indoor coasters would crush me because I don't know know how much is right. I can't see anything in there. So it is what it is.
3: Yeah,
1: that's interesting. Um, next, we have Jackson Loves Roller Coasters. Um, which park in California is your overall favorite in terms of ride lineup, atmosphere, and ops?
2: Oh, okay. Um, you want to talk about all things considered? I, I still imagine Mountain is my top-ranked park in California, but if you want to talk about like all-around quality, everything considered, I really like California Adventure. It's like my favorite Disney park in the whole country. It seems like they've been really improving the park. I, I kind of liked it when it had the California theme, but the the additions they've been adding to that park have been so good the last 10 years. It's just and now obviously you got you got your Disney ops like in Credit Coaster. They send a train out every 30 seconds and it has two stations. So it's just like it's like phenomenal operations. So I think California Adventure gets a bad rap. Um it's probably like the only park in the whole state that has good ops. So I guess that one <laughs> magic mountain doesn't staple. Neither does Knots. So I do appreciate that. Cause there's some parks that just love to crush you like yeah, six flags, new England, for sure.
0: Yeah. And I, I got stapled so bad once on, at Kings Island. I had to like wave my hand and tell them to come over because which, which ride it was racer.
2: Oh, okay. That's yeah. interesting. Interesting. This ride. Guy, stapled he, on.
0: Do, he was just like pushing as hard as he could. Yeah. Dude, what are you doing?
2: Yeah yeah i haven't really had that much problems with with king's island but yeah six flags new england the first time i went holy crap um superman and wicked cyclone they were unforgiving and it was just it was a hassle yeah i was not digging it
1: yeah i have i've only had one really bad experience that i think mako it because every once in a while you get like an up at mako that
3: just
2: oh yeah. Uh, the Ops on Mako, I've seen, are usually pretty chill. Like, usually they're, they're like enthusiasts, also. Um, yeah. But, like, oh, Six Flags Over Georgia, also, they'll either crush you or they will like not even check your restraint. There's no in between. And you just hope that they're the ones that are like, okay, you're good. Not the ones that are like, let yeah. me put my entire body weight on top of this lap bar.
0: Yeah. I will say at Kings Island, the Orion crew is really good. You just say, hey, can I get room? And then they'll be fine with that. Um, yeah. But there was one time when we were at Coaster Stock two years ago we were getting on backlot stunt coaster and we just got on and then they said, okay, bye. And did not restraint check at all.
2: Yeah. I, I kind of had that same experience at Canada's wonderland um, where we kind of sat down and all of a sudden they might, they probably checked our restraint, but I don't really remember it. We sat down and like, like a, like a half a second later we were launching. I was like, yeah.
3: okay. Oh my <laughs> so, gosh.
0: So that's a thing. Good operations, I guess. Yep. For sure. <laughs> um, Next little set of questions here come from the Zooter Loopers. And um, real quick, they have real three three small questions here. This year, the Dodgers will win the World Series. Do you agree? And no. do you have your Otani jersey yet? And do you think Six Flags Magic Mountain will get a giga?
2: Okay. Um, Dodgers winning the World Series could definitely happen, but I've learned my lesson to not predict that so i'm gonna say no also i have a feeling that by the end of the season their pitching will be in shambles just because that always happens no i don't have an atani jersey i haven't bought a jersey since chad billingsley in 2009 it's a weird personal thing but uh and then magic mountains giga uh i think that the merger definitely opened that up and the fact that they're clearing all that space behind the golden bear theater maybe maybe we're looking at something like that but um, to do that pre-merger though, like I can see like the new chain doing something like that, but to actually set this project in motion when they're not even sure if they're gonna like for sure this is gonna happen uh maybe not right now, but yeah. I think that the possibility went from like one percent to maybe like twenty percent that it could happen, which is pretty good, yeah, yeah, I agree I'm curious to see what. I'm curious to see what's going to go in, the Golden Bear Theater is, because I imagine it's going to be pretty something pretty major.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I would imagine.
0: That's a big uh, big area there, right? It is, yeah. I'll be
2: disappointed if it's something crappy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be awful. <laughs> that would be put, so sad. And especially space, yeah. such a good park. Like, that would be heartbreaking.
2: Yeah. I remember when West Coast Racers was being rumored, I remember they were like, oh, guys, this is going to be a family coaster. And a lot of people were like, "Oh, damn!" But then it turned out to be pretty good. I can't complain about West Coast; it's pretty solid. Yeah.
1: I've heard and good though, things.
2: About it. Uh, Green Lanterns
0: yeah. coming back to Magic
2: Mountain? Mm. Yeah. I'd, be, I'd be okay with that just for the just for the laughs. <laughs> I do it for the vlogs. Yeah. Do it for the vlogs.
1: All right, I think that brings us into our last question. This one is actually—I I feel like it'll be pretty quick, but. Um, I'm excited for it. Um, Which of these parks would you bring back for one more weekend? Astroworld, Jazzland, or Geoaga Lake Second Incarnation?
2: Hmm. Okay, so personally, um, gosh, by the time Astroworld was done, it was kind of decimated. Like I would have loved to ride Texas Tornado, but it was gone by then. Um, Jazzland, the thing is I went to Jaga Lake. I went to Worlds of Adventure in 2002, so I kind of have to experience it. But even by then x flight was gone so i don't know maybe none of them <laughs> okay if i had to pick uh i'd, I'd pick astroworld if not, for no other reason than i did the whole history of astroworld last year and it would be awesome to just see it because i never even got to see it. i did this whole documentary i never even seen the park before so yeah. uh, i think for that reason it'd be fun to go and i i heard texas cyclone was really good i never thought much of the coaster just by in the, in the past but just reading yeah. all the reviews and seeing all the comments on the videos, people were like, "Oh, Texas Cycle was great." So I'm curious
0: now. Yeah, for
3: sure.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna be a homer and go Jugg Lake. I, I yeah. missed that park. <laughs> it was
2: a fun park. I went, um, I went during the Worlds of Adventure days. Yeah. So I got the, the whole experience of
0: X Flight and Batman Night Flight and Villain oh, yeah. and all that stuff. That was good. A big Dipper. Yeah. yeah. I definitely miss Villain for sure. Um, and then. You know, possessed, aka Superman. Yeah.
1: Possessed. Oh my gosh. Why do we talk about possessed every episode? I have to. I the, have real, to. the real star of the show here is Talon.
2: Oh. Dorney, yeah, Dorney's one of those parks where it's like they have a good, like they have a lot of good rides, but are they really that good? Is Steel Force that good? Is Talon that good? Is Hydra that Talon good? Is that
1: good. I'll fist fight over it. <laughs> studying through a computer.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um,
0: I yeah.
3: love one.
0: Yeah, it was uh, jolly. Plus, like I went when there was SeaWorld there, um, so we got to do all of that, and then yeah. it turned into a something a water park or something. Yeah. Um, sad that it's uh apartments and shopping now, but whatever.
2: <sighs> oh well, I mean, Cedar Cedar Fair. I I, I had a nice little two part series on how Six Flags killed it, and then how Cedar Fair finished it off. So that was, that was fun. Oh, my
3: gosh. That
0: was because a fun you little two-part series. Two videos, do you think you would ever do a documentary on that park?
2: Uh, people talk about doing documentaries on parks that opened back in the 1800s. It would be a little tough, um, a yeah. little scanty on the details back in then. True. I do have access to documents from the 1800s, uh, but I don't know how good the coverage was back then. Right, you know, World War One's raging on. They're like, so <laughs> they put a new bench in at Jaga Lake. So
0: true that, for yeah. sure. Um, Well, that brings us to the I end of the episode. My
1: answer. Oh, people, three answers. Jazzland. I can't believe anyone didn't answer Jazzland.
2: Mega Zeph looked pretty good. Uh, aside from that clones, clones, clones.
1: I know, but also, like, the theming looked so cute. Like, it was such a cute park. (laughs) I'll
2: give you that. I haven't really studied the interior of it too much, but I imagine it was... It was, yeah.
1: Yeah. I also, like, when I first got into Code Series, I went down a real big rabbit hole in the history of that park.
2: If I had a time machine, what I would do, I would graduate high school in 2005. I would take a senior trip to astroworld and six flags new orleans yeah because they both closed about three months later so
3: Uh,
2: hindsight 2020 but it was like that was my opportunity i could have done something after graduation where i did that but at the time i didn't care and but yeah now i now i wish i
0: did yeah yeah i would like to go to uh Jazzland right now and just kind of walk through it and see what see what it's like. Oh is it God. is it is it open or could you get like shot if you do that? I feel like you would definitely get arrested.
1: You're trespassing yeah. and they have like they're very strict with yeah. their security.
2: I imagine they are now cuz a lot yeah. of people have gotten in there in the past. And yeah, and they their don't their even
1: let you stop on the overpass anymore for a while they oh, really? didn't stop you but now they're like they're real quick the moment wow. you step on that overpass they apparently Interesting. Push you on.
2: People probably are probably playing drones from there, I bet. <laughs> probably.
1: Probably. I yeah. like. I was supposed to go to Roller Coaster Rodeo, and my only thing, I was like, guys, I'm going to drive just so I can go see Six Flags New Orleans. That's yeah. all I want. I want to just drive up, see it. Yep. And uh, I got a lot of people telling me that that's like... Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. like, so.
0: Okay. Well, now we're at the end of the episode here. Um we need that hot take. Uh, anything yes. you want? Yes,
1: I've been thinking about okay. it all episode.
0: <laughs> all right, you want me to
2: go. Yep. Yes. All right. This is gonna get me crushed. Uh, <clears throat> Napoleon Dynamite is one of the best movies of all time. There, I said it.
0: I like Napoleon Dynamite, so I can I can get behind <laughs> it. I don't know about the best of all time or one of the, but it's definitely up there for sure.
2: Whatever, whatever won the Oscar in two thousand five. Uh, shouldn't have because Napoleon should have.
0: Like best picture. I wonder what they have.
2: For best movie of all time. Um,
1: gotcha. <laughs> I don't think that I even remember that movie. I haven't seen it in like years and years and years and I don't even remember. Like me,
2: me and my wife have a game where like we try to quote it once a day. And really? if we do, then we're like, got it. And she, I don't think she, she liked it that much, um, but she does it to humor me. So <laughs> yes, so, like, we talk about all these movies. Like, my brother tries to watch all the Academy Award-nominated movies. I'm like, if it's not as charming as Napoleon Dynamite and not as badass as the A Team, then I don't even want to. I don't even want to hear about it. Those are <laughs> some of the greatest movies ever. So,
1: that is an interesting one.
2: Yeah, I it, it seems like people either love it or, or they just can't stand it. But I'm definitely in Team Napoleon.
1: it's one that i've never heard before i'll give you that one there you go i can't i don't have much of an opinion on it
0: though yeah i i remember moving out for the first time with with some friends and we watched that movie over and over again as well as anchorman it was like our two movies that we just watched constantly
2: yeah two two 2004 classics yep (laughs) those of those of us of a certain age can appreciate those are our high school well you're, you're probably out of high school by then or getting out of high school Two, I graduated um, in 04, so okay. So I was like, I'm only a year behind you. So yeah, I remember that came out, when I was a junior. So or <laughs> I just started my senior year. So yeah, it's uh, it brings you back. Maybe it's yep. nostalgia
0: that brings me back. Yeah, I sure.
1: was I, I saw those movies years after they came yes out. <laughs> years after makes sense. So
0: we
2: were joking that uh, like one, I want to, one day I'm gonna I want Sophie to watch Superbad, but I want her to watch it not with me, right? Um, um. <laughs> No, my wife. Like, she, she's not going to want to watch Super Bad by the time she gets old enough because it's going to be so old. I'm like, she, she watches Ferris Bueller's Day Off. She watches stuff from the '80s. Like, yeah. she can totally. Like, people get into the classics all the time.
1: Yeah, and Super Bad. I will. I love Super Bad. I watch that like, all the time.
2: Yeah, another very quotable movie. <laughs> oh, <for Yeah>. sure.
1: <laughs> that one is so good. I watched that one probably way more than I should.
0: Yeah, but. understood. Yeah, I think one of the most quoted uh, movies like uh, with me and my friends, was definitely old school. Yeah. Love that movie.
1: I don't know if I know that one.
2: <laughs> Another Will Ferrell. You're a Will Ferrell fan.
0: They live in like a co- like a fraternity, <laughs> like on a college campus.
1: No, I don't think I know Wow, that. You're
0: going to have to check it out.
1: All right. I'll, yeah. I'll check it out.
0: Be ready for Frank the tank.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know what I think, Chris.
0: Sounds good. Um, Well, that brings us to the end of the episode. We want to thank Chris for jumping on with us from Airtime Throws. Uh, Thanks for hanging out, man. Yeah, thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, thanks, Chris. We really appreciate it.
0: No problem. Um, Anyway, we will see everybody next week. Bye, guys. This has been the Theme Park Stand Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We'll see you all next time.